Welcome to Life con AAL. I'm Maria. I'm Oscar. Grab your cafecito and join us as we work to understand our past. So we can build healthier relationships today. Welcome back. Yo, yo, yo. You miss us? <laughs> I'm not even going to apologize this time. <laughs> <laughs> take the last apology and, and that's all you get. <laughs> take it with you for the rest of the episodes. For real, because life. Absolutely. Yeah. It's been a minute, but thank you for the ones that are coming back to join us again. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And thank you for the comments. We've been getting some comments from some listeners and again, good feedback. Um, I think there is a way to respond, but I haven't figured it out yet, but I will. So if you're leaving <laughs> the comments, uh, you should be getting some response. Yeah, we're still newbies. Shortly. But yeah, it's been busy, but good busy, life busy, kids busy, um, home busy. Everything busy. I'm sure you guys can relate out there. Yeah. What What has uh, tied you up? What has tied up your time? Uh, Kids basically yeah for so think twice if you really want to have kids just kidding oh my god <laughs> <laughs> if you like your free time if you like to take naps after work don't have kids <laughs> yeah for sure it's definitely yeah. definitely a, a time uh what do you call it eater sure yeah nom, 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 nom. <laughs> no yeah um my daughter's moved back in so that's uh, she's here now more often and mm -hmm. and that's been nice i know i love it and um so like if we like see each other in the living room the kitchen we're like chatting and just by the time i know it it's time to go to bed and i'm like oh shit <laughs> yeah it definitely feels like the nights have been gotten shorter huh yeah for sure but yeah. it's weird because it's summer because it's supposed to be longer yeah yeah and then exactly the kids are on summer break so it's like figuring out what to do with them and oh my god keep them entertained and keep them fed because our freaking <laughs> grocery bill is through the roof that's exactly what i was gonna say i mean i don't remember spending this much on groceries in a week and uh we had to go again today to refill because it's gone like i gotta feed you again damn yeah. i don't know Maybe we imagine should. if they had all their friends here Oh, hell no. No, that's not this house. <laughs> <laughs> that is not this house. Yeah, but basically that's been it. Yeah, I mean, I guess our kids are pretty lucky in being able to have everything because, I mean, uh, they don't have to do any chores. They don't have to really do anything around no. the house. It's not we expect anything like that from them. Like We're very much of the mentality of like, bro, it's summer. You've worked hard. It's, it's your cool. vacation. It's your vacation. Enjoy it, which mm -hmm. is very different than how we grew up a hundred percent right like hell no i remember just even sitting on the couch for two seconds and then my dad walked in and he'd be pissed already just because i was relaxing or something and i mean looking back i think it has to do with maybe he was jealous that he wasn't that he wasn't yeah. able to relax yeah but it wasn't immediately like hey cabrón ponte a hacer algo or something like that so and god forbid you say i'm bored oh, oh lord you're like, oh, you're bored. Okay. <laughs> Wash the whole, uh, clean the whole bathroom with the toothbrush. Here you go. Yeah, Have they, fun. They take out this whole <laughs> list out of 
I don't know where they kept it, but it's this long list. It just rolls down. It's on a scroll. And they just <laughs> they just go line by line. Here's what you can do. You're bored. And my mom would be like, you don't see that this isn't done? You don't see that that's not done? I'm like, I'm literally 10. I have no idea that that needs to be done. <laughs> 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 she was all mad about it. Hey, but that way you learned, right? Mm, yeah, I and did. Now, and, and now I'm traumatized. And Thank now you're you. Traumatized. <laughs> no, and now I'm like, kid, chill. I, I told well, Evan, I was like, I feel like I haven't seen you in three days. He's like, I go, what have you been doing? He's like, uh, just hanging out in my room, playing online with my friends, sleeping on my bed because he got a new bed, a bigger bed. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. Anyways, something came up this week. And so I figured it'd be a good time to chat about it. Yeah, I think that's good. What is it that came up? So um, I had... Uh, I guess I was going to say I had a visit, but not really. <laughs> I had, <laughs> I got a heads up, I guess. <laughs> Let's say okay. that. Okay. That, uh, when my parents was going to come into town. Yeah. And, um, and I was like, okay, cool. It was very last minute, mm-hmm. but I was kind of already, we already had plans. And so I was trying to like, per usual, per my conditioning, <laughs> like accommodate them. And when I asked, like, oh, you know, like, when do you think you'll be by? I don't know. Whenever I'm done. Mm. And then I was like, oh, okay. Like, what are you doing? What do you have planned? Because obviously he's not asking me to do something. Right. And um, he's like, oh, I'm taking the kids to uh, Ensenada or Rosarito or something like that. And I was like, okay. Mind you, my siblings are adults. Okay. Full adults. So they're not kids. They're not kids. Oh. And like, I was like, all right, cool. And then, yeah, that was it. He's like, oh, I just want to give you a heads up. Basically, that I'm being in town. And I was like, all right, cool. Because my parents don't live here. And that was it. And I was like, all right, whatever. You know, I'm used to kind of this is the norm. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad has the mentality of like plans can always change. So basically don't get, you know, too fixed on on what on a plan sure and so um so yeah that happened and you know days and days went by and i'm like what the hell like is he gonna call me or like are we doing something are we meeting up are we not like what is the deal like i'm in limbo and then i get a phone call like oh like are you free this afternoon like homie i'm at work (laughs) like you know this it's a weekday it's a weekday and I've worked at the same job for plenty of years for you to know that I'm at work. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and and I said, no, I'm, I'm at work and I'm helping my daughter after work. And he's like, all right. And I was like, what the fuck? And to me, like, I can get over. I'm just like, whatever, I'll sure. just see him next time. Sure. I'll see him the next year or whatever, whenever he comes back. Mm-hmm. And, but when I told you, um, oh, that was on top of me wishing him a happy Father's Day. And he said, while he was away from me with his kids, Mm -hmm. he said, oh, yeah, thank you. My greatest joy is to be with my family. (laughs) And I was like, cool. And then, um, I was decided to be petty and be like, well, I'm so glad you can spend time with your family. (laughs) Like, what the fuck am I? 
but anyways yeah and so <laughs> when i told you you were like that's fucked up yeah I, and and i think it's fucked up for several reasons right one you got the heads up saying hey um i'm gonna go over there at some point this weekend but there was never any like agenda or or even like a, hey do you want to do something or or hey i know you have a family yeah, do you have time like anything there, there was no consideration right. right period the the other part of it too it's it's like how how did you feel about that like did you feel like what well i guess i could from the way that i was brought up right it's like it was like okay your your elders are to be respected and they should always have that kind of like the, if you were driving they have the right of way right mm-hmm, if you come mm-hmm. to a four-way stop right right right. and you gotta let them kind of do whatever it is that they're doing type of thing is that the accommodations part yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. so what i'm asking is is do you feel any type of way like similar way like that like where you feel like i like is it in you to be like i gotta drop what i'm doing i gotta figure out how to fit this person in into my plans this weekend anything like that um to a certain extent yes uh, but um there was or there's a point where things shifted okay and i was no longer doing that but they still don't like that never clicked for them it feels like okay because for the longest time again because my conditioning like i was like oh they're coming in town like it didn't matter if i had plans with my friends or whatever like i gotta cancel my parents are coming like um you know basically like you said drop everything Mm -hmm. and 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 at some point i was like nah (laughs) like too much that's too much like that's that's unrealistic i'm like i have a whole life here like right I cannot do that just because you you decide last minute that you're gonna come in, and I'm supposed to just you know host you. And F, I was like, the house is here. You're welcome to stay here, but mm-hmm. I have, I gotta go because I have things to do. Right, right. And but I don't think anybody else, including my siblings or or other relatives, mm-hmm. do that. Like they always give the heads up. No, they always accommodate them. Oh, they drop what they're doing. Got it, got it. Okay, so it's kind of like they're used to it because no one else has really, in a sense, kind of stepped up and said, what the hell? Yeah. So is that something that you've done? Yeah, that's why That's why I was like, okay, cool. Like, if you're going to come and I can meet you. And when I told him, like, I can't meet you, yeah, he was just like, okay. But at the same time, like, I think what, once you pointed it out, obviously, I got mad about was like, what the fuck? Like, you're my dad. If my, well, my daughter is moving away to college, but yeah. if I'm in her town and I haven't seen her in months, right, 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 I'm gonna figure out a way to see her. If all sure. she has is an hour in between classes, guess what? I'm gonna show up with lunch. Right, right, right. Like, there's no way I'm just gonna be like, ah, okay, cool, I'll see you around. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I totally get that. And I have that same sentiment, right? And I think I have that sentiment with my children. Or I only have one, I guess. But <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's it's I, I definitely do feel that way. And that's kind of the way that I would approach it mm-hmm. with, with my child. And Which way? In, in the way that you're talking about, right? Like if I'm, there, if I'm in town and I only have a certain amount of time, but I'm going to make it happen, mm-hmm. right? Like 
there's definitely that understanding that yeah, they're trying to make their life. They have their own thing going on. Like they're no longer like a part of you per se. Like they're mm-hmm. not under your rules or underneath your thumb. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I can I can recognize that from me going down to my child, looking at it from a generation perspective, mm-hmm. right? I wonder for them, meaning your dad or your mom or whoever's doing this. Like, what is it that they don't, they can't, it doesn't click? But that part doesn't click. Las costumbres, maybe? I think so. I think so. Because that's just how it is. Like, I can remember vividly every time my, you know, tia, grandma, whatever, Mm -hmm. would come visit us because we live so far away from everybody. Yeah. Like, yeah, we were dropping everything, and we're, my mom was like in cleaning mode, and like <laughs> that the means couch, we were in cleaning the mode, <laughs> and like they're coming, and let's go, and let's do this, and what do we gotta get, and you know. So I think it is like that, and and it's the same when, when my dad goes to his siblings' house, like, he he does do this to them too, where he's like, mm. hey, I'm gonna go. Well, I mean, it just happened this this weekend. Sure. The, those plans that I was talking about changed and they ended up going to his sister's house and he just called her like, Hey, I'm going over there. Yeah. And that was it. Right. And it's just accepting. Yep. Yeah. It's tough. That's tough. Right. Because it's like, how do you set that boundary? How do you, how do you keep that boundary? How do you enforce that boundary when, mm-hmm. when there's no, like, I don't it, know. It, it doesn't exist to them. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's so frustrating and that's what kind of got me thinking about like I'm so frustrated but at the same time like I feel like I have done a lot to help them understand that this is a boundary that this is the reason why this boundary exists. Yeah. And one point like it's no longer my responsibility yeah like i cannot help them grow if they are not willing to grow Mm. and i think that's the part that's so frustrating because it's not just with this topic it's like several different topics like i can't help you i can't not that i can't help you but i can't um coach you maybe i can't coach you and i can't i can't have the relationship that you want to have if you're not willing to grow. Yeah. Because I no longer want to be in an environment where this is the only way to do things. And this way to do things is very unhealthy. Yeah. Why so let's talk about that. Why is it unhealthy? Because you're you're neglecting your own needs. What? seriously oh my god <laughs> like you have this, like you this, have self needs what yeah exactly like you're a person what <laughs> <laughs> yeah like with my parents i have really really strict boundaries okay which is i've found to be different than a lot of you know like friends and, and acquaintances that i know okay because some people don't have boundaries or can't set boundaries and some people just (laughs) are lucky enough to have healthy relationships with their parents (laughs) and that's usually the more common one but good for them yeah seriously i'm like oh i can't relate (laughs) right 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 
but yeah like setting boundaries with them is just like absolutely necessary because when I wasn't oh my god I was so stressed all the time and I was setting like all these unrealistic expectations for myself mm-hmm. of like I have to do this and my dad said it this way and my mom likes it this way and like oh hell no yeah I literally was so stressed out not not realizing that I was in survival mode constantly because of that conditioning yeah that's uh that's that's very interesting that you say that right and 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 about being in survival mode I don't think like I don't think I don't think for myself I really understood what that meant as it related with my parents and being in survival mode and really what it was for me was very like to always appease them any type of way to so that there wasn't any conflicts so that there wasn't any issues mm-hmm. or just try to fix whatever right and so I mean you're talking about boundaries and setting boundaries with your parents like it took me a while to be able to really say like holy shit like I can I can not I can, I I can, can say no <laughs> I can say no and I can separate myself from them yeah right and I can say these are the terms and the conditions that you need to abide by by to have a relationship with me. Mm-hmm. And it took a long time. I mean, even to this point, like I still don't have a good relationship with my mom mm-hmm. for the same reasons. Right. Right. Uh, my dad and I, we are working on having a better relationship and it's constant work. Uh, it's not, it's definitely not easy. Um, but there's definitely, there's definitely some guidelines that we both uh, have to follow. Even, even for him, he's at a point where he has boundaries. Right. And that's good. I don't mm-hmm. know that he knows that they're boundaries, <laughs> <I don't think so. laughs> but they're there right. and that's good. Mm-hmm. You know, it, that allows for a healthy relationship. And I, shit, it took me forever to be able to, to do that. So, I mean, I, I, I say this because, I mean, you're talking about how, you know, you're able to set boundaries with, with your parents and stuff. But I also want to encourage those listeners that don't have boundaries with their parents and they feel like they always have to appease them. And, and you know, you're of age. Yeah, you're of age. You're living your own life. You're trying to do your own thing, and just have parents in your life either butting in or not respecting you. Period. Mm-hmm. Whatever that means to you, you can set boundaries. Yeah, you can set boundaries, and and and, and it's all about the approach, mm-hmm. right? Like, how do you approach? How do you tell your parents? <laughs> like, sabes que no, <laughs> like <laughs> because for me, the first time I said it, I was like fuck i'm gonna say no and then he's immediately gonna go get the belt and then (laughs) (laughs) mind you i'm 23 24 and i'm like damn like i gotta i gotta find my 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 exit route quick before (laughs) i say no so i mean it is work it is work to get to that point but it is possible oh yeah for sure yeah um i i tried several different approaches before like what i would ask nicely like you know, you guys, I really need this time. So if you, yeah, no, that <laughs> nope. didn't work. And then I was like crying, like you got like this is what I need, and da 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 da. And like then my mom would start crying, and then I would be mm. pissed off. Was that more, was that like a guilt trip tactic? You think for me or her? For her to start crying when you're when you're talking about your needs? No, I I now. I can say that it it's not. Okay. I, it's it's a reaction. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's a reaction, and I do feel that it's genuine. But me and my wounded self, 
I was like, fuck you. How <laughs> dare you start crying? You're the fucking reason why I am like this. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And then that would start a whole nother thing. And then it also got to a point where I was like, I guess yelling. Yeah. Because I felt like they weren't hearing me. And I was like, this is why. And you did this. And blah, blah, blah. Uh, the finger and pointing. Yeah, yeah and again in my unhealed self and i was like you're gonna fucking listen to me because i'm so like yeah this is yeah. and yeah, like yeah, yeah. and that didn't work <laughs> oh, shocker <laughs> i know <laughs> and then at one point um it was actually kind of like out of the blue uh-huh. where i felt the shift okay my dad was visiting and I had just bought my house and he was helping me with stuff or whatever, like, uh, you know, fixing up things. And, yeah. and, um, he's, he, we were having a conversation like over dinner and he asked me like so casually that like el descaro, mm. he was like, so what are you going to do with your life? What? Oh my God. What? I lost my shit in my head. I literally lost my shit. Wow. Mind you. Yeah. At this point, like I had already done all these things. And so when he said that, like my initial reaction was um, like shock. Sure. Because I was trying to process like, what the fuck did he just say to me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> In my yeah, house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, um, so I let it sit for like a few seconds. And then I was like, gonna let it go because you know i see yes like yeah. and i'm like nah <laughs> not right now yeah, yeah and so um we were sitting there and i like turned to look him directly in the eye uh-huh. and i started telling him i don't remember obviously the exact words but i started telling him like i have raised my kids since i was 16 years old by myself mm-hmm. neither you nor my mom Help me raise them because you guys were very clear that that was my kid and it was my yeah. responsibility. Yeah. I have moved my whole family several times because at, my ex-husband was in the military and still raised them by myself. Yeah. And everything that they have done, I have been the one behind it. Everything. Mm. Like meaning the kids growing up like all their activities, like anything they wanted to do, anything having to do with school, anything to having to do with friends and in everything, their right, whole life. Right, right. I have been behind that. His, my ex-husband, like with his career and like all the moves and all the changes and all the trainings and all of that, like I held it down right. by myself because I did not have a support system. Right. I said, neither one of you have helped me raise my kids. You don't even know them. Mm. And I was like, I bought, this is my second home that I've purchased Yeah. by myself. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me right now? Like nobody helped me with those processes. Like you were like, oh, here, maybe you should look out for this and that. Mm-hmm. But nobody mm-hmm. helped me. Yeah. And I was like, you are literally so disrespectful. And he tried to get up and leave. And I was like, no, you're going to sit there and you're going to listen to me. <laughs> and then I was like, I understand that being a mom is not a job for you. It's yeah. th- It has no value to you. Mm. 
I was like, but it is for me, it is. And that is my life. And if I choose to do that, that's on me. So don't tell me that I haven't done anything or what am I going to do with my life? This is my life. Right. Like, oh, I was so angry. I was like, what the hell? And then that's when I started telling because I used to always kind of like, uh, kind of like sugarcoat things that, mm. you know, with with uh, my ex's like um, conditions, health conditions and like our situation. Like I would never tell him that we didn't have money or whatever. And so at that point, I was like, fuck that. Like, clearly you're not seeing what I'm seeing. Right. So I was like telling him, like, the reason why we got that other house because of me. Mm -hmm. I was out there fucking asking people, like, what do we do? He's about to get out of the military and he's so depressed that he can't get off the couch. How are my kids going to eat? Like, what are we like? I had to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't do shit. And I was like, and he because, you know, they were thought so highly of him. And I was like, no, homie, like that was me. Yeah. And then no credit, no credit. And then after that, like he he didn't even really apologize. He was just like, okay, like I understand. But after that, he never like said anything, said anything like, or questioned anything. Or after that, he was like, that's not a topic that I should touch. And I'm glad he did because I wouldn't set him down again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's plenty of chairs here at the house that you can sit in and listen to another one of those. <laughs> yeah, no, that's crazy. I don't. I mean, I don't know. Like, I, 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 I can. I can try and find a reason as to why he would say something like that. But anyway, you slice it, it's fucked up. Like, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, uh, especially in that time in your life already and what you have already been through and the experience that you've had and you've already had purchased two homes and for him to say, like, what are you going to do with your life? Like, what the fuck? Like, you're not, you're not living under his roof, you know, mooching from him and, and, not getting it out to go take a we'll get a job because you're sleeping in every day till 2 p.m like it like what like how does that register to say something like that to somebody who is obviously moving forward right yeah that's a trip that's a trip like for for me when i when when i learned that i could take boundaries it it it, it was a it was a similar situation where I was hurt by the actions of uh, my dad. Mm -hmm. um, well, I've been with both parents, but the one that I can think of right now is my dad, right? Mm -hmm. And and what ended up happening was I was off in college already. Um, my mom had to use like some of her tax return in my senior year of high school to help me buy a car, and I had a a, a car that was as old as I was. This was from the <laughs> same year, and. Um, and yeah, I mean, I freaking love that thing. It was a, a 1988 Jeep Cherokee, and and uh, we would, I le puse stereo, le puse bocinas, and that was my pride and joy for a little bit. And my dad's truck broke down for work, mm -hmm. and he was like, "Hey, dude, like, let me borrow your car." Mind you, at this point, we didn't really have a relationship or anything, right? But mm -hmm. I also understood that like my dad needed to make a living. I'm going to school. I can I justified the ask, mm -hmm. right? I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, well you need it for work like i can i can lend it to you and then we can go from there type of thing you know and and then i started to oh and then he got a truck for himself and he gave me my my jeep back and i was like all right cool like it lasted for 
the two months that I didn't have a car. When I was up in college, I was bumming rides off of people and trying to trying to just make it happen. Yeah. Right? By trying to appease my parents and just being like, oh, yeah, yeah, here you go. Mm-hmm. No, no big deal. And then uh, he's like, you know what? I'm going to do something nice for you because your your Jeep is actually, it's been breaking down on you a little bit. Like, let me take it. Let me take it. You take my truck. And, um, and you just drive my truck. You just take my truck. All right, cool. I understood it as like, all right, we're swapping. We're swapping cars. I mean, both of these cars were paid off, right? Like, there's mm-hmm. no responsibility financially for them. Other than, like, fixing. His truck wasn't, like, 100% either. It wasn't a new mm-hmm. truck. It was, a, it was a used car. And um, I was like, all right, cool. His truck starts to mess up on me, too. And the starter goes off. And now I'm every time I want to start it, I have to go underneath the car with a freaking wrench and bang it. Bang the starter so oh that I could <laughs> so it could turn on various times. Like I and I had to call somebody to come give me a jump, you know. And um but I I internalized that as oh that's he's doing something nice for me, right? Like he's mm-hmm. taking the, the, the worst of both both situations and he's giving me the better one. Well it turns out that the Jeep messes up on him too. And it just completely dies out and it's not runnable. He's gonna sell it. And I'm like, what are you going to sell? It's my car. Like, what are you talking yeah. about? And it's like, well, it just doesn't work anymore. Like, and if you're going to put more money into it, like, it's not worth it. Just buy a new one. How the hell am I going to buy a new one? I'm a student. I'm living off of student loans. I don't have a full-time job. I'm working part-time. At that point, at that time, I had a photography studio, right? I'm trying to make, make a way for myself. Mm-hmm. And he goes, yeah, well, you know what? I'm going to go pick up my truck because I need it to work. So here I am again with no transportation, right? And so he comes up, takes the truck, and I'm left with nothing. And I was like, holy shit, this sucks. Not even the money from the Jeep? No, he ended up sending it to a fucking junkyard for parts. Yeah, they gave him $500 for it. Wow. And he pocketed it. I mean, at that point, he was an addict and, mm-hmm. you know, they were what he did. And at that point, I said, no more. No more. At that point, I felt like that was that was my last straw. And from that point on, I did not talk to my dad. I Anything that I had to do with him, uh, I didn't want to hear about him. I didn't want to know what he was up to. I didn't take any of his calls. Like I had no connection with my dad at that point mm-hmm. because I, I was able to realize that that was a fucked up situation. And no parent should ever do something like that to their that kids. That is crazy. And so I ended up with student loans, taking out a car out of the dealership, but no, barely any money or anything, and trying to just make it work only because I needed to get to school and come back. Yeah. And at that point, I started to work a little bit more at the photography studio. And But even, even that, like, it's not like I was bringing in big bucks or anything, mm-hmm. you know? And so... Yeah, at that point is when I decided like I, I just cannot do this anymore with my specifically my dad and and I need to draw the boundaries. And so when he would reach out, I said I would not answer him and I would tell him like no, like what you did was fucked up and I don't appreciate that. I did tell him that, mm-hmm. and he's like no, I know, but like you know, like I need to work and I'm like it doesn't matter. Like it still fucking sucks. You left me without a car. I was under the impression that you were gonna fix it, that you were going to do something with it, and. Like, now I'm here, like, fucking trying to figure shit out. See, now, like, that's not what a parent should do. No. You know? And it took me a long, 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 long time. It wasn't actually until my son was about to be born that I decided to 
really, really like accept that he was who he was because at this point he had been sober for so many years. He was trying to clean up his life. Um, and I, I had to start seeing changes within him in order to be able to drop my, my walls down Mm -hmm. and be able to have a relationship with him, even just where we can talk. And, uh, really what, what, what shifted for me was in being able to do that was that I wanted him to try and have a relationship with my son only because I had a great relationship with my grandfather. Mm Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for that, he probably wouldn't be in my life right now, to be honest with you. Wow. Yeah. And with that being said, like, again, by this point, he was sober for, I can't remember how many years, but he was sober. He was trying, and I saw changes in him. And although, like, I, I, although he couldn't make good for all the bad that he did, he was showing that there was change that there was change that he cared. And so that allowed me to be able to drop those walls and create other boundaries where we can still have an interaction. Right. Mm-hmm. And so now we're at a point where um, I can talk to him and I can go to him and have somewhat of a deep conversation with the understanding that, but he's not all there because, <laughs> because he was an addict. So he drank his brain away. He drank his, he drank his brain away. Right. Yeah. And, and so, um, there's only there's only certain conversations that I can go with him that are so deep, and that's about it. And that's the understanding that I have with him. Mm-hmm. But that's a boundary. That's a boundary that I have of that expectation that que, pues, I can't have anything more than what it is right now. Yeah. And and I'm cool with that. But oh, definitely there was a a, a turning point, point. and I think if if you're like me, where you're conditioned to think that your elders are it and you should be essentially always listening to them because they're right or they have their best intentions for you always respect them always respect them yeah like it's hard to to really separate yourself from from that of you realizing like i'm an adult now i'm an adult now and i can i can draw that separation yeah not only that but like i deserve respect too right right and it's crazy how much like Looking back, I mean, again, making the comparison with our kids, like, how much respect do we give them versus the respect that we got? And even in that generation of what that respect looked like, right? If right. They, I guess their sense of respect was more like, if they were talking to us, they respected us. Mm. <laughs> that was it. Mm, yeah, I don't, I don't even, well, in my experience, I don't think they they could conceptualize respecting a child or respecting their children. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Because, well, I mean, at least with my, with my family, like that doesn't exist because kids I think are seen as, I mean, I feel like they're seen as employees. Like you do what I say. I am the boss and mm. you do what I say. Like you don't question me and I'm not, I don't have, therefore I don't have to think about your feelings or, or how this affects you or whatever. Like I'm in charge and you just have to follow orders. Yeah. My mom one time bragged to me about, 
oh i was so um i was so i i i never got hit is what she said because my grandpa like was unfortunately very physically abusive to his children Mm -hmm. uh and she bragged one time when i didn't realize it was a brag or excuse me i it sounded like a brag but i didn't realize that it was fucking trauma yeah of her saying like oh i never got hit and i was like why were you the favorite she goes no i just learned to like anticipate what he needed Mm. and i was like that's crazy and then you know i didn't think about it till i was in therapy and i was like holy fucking shit like imagine living your whole childhood like on eggshells because and and just on uh what is it being hyper vigilant because like he's gonna need this if not he's gonna he's gonna yell he's gonna need that because if not he's gonna hit me or he's gonna hit my sibling or he's gonna you know get mad about and this is gonna upset him like oh my god that's incredibly stressful yeah that's nuts yeah i know what was frustrating for me this with this event that just happened was the contrast like of what you just explained with your dad Mm -hmm. i think number one there's acknowledgement yeah that he made poor choices at some point for whatever reason sure and he acknowledged that i'm with you in some way i don't remember you told me but i don't remember exactly yeah i've told you off the mic Yeah. yeah yeah and so i think that comes first yeah then it's the steps that you're saying that you had to see those changes and you were like okay i can let you in a little bit more it's safe yeah and those changes are essentially the growth yeah exactly the the contrast with my situation is that anytime that i've brought it up whether i'm yelling about it or talking to them about it it's it's not acknowledged as that is it's seen as we did our best right and you know that's all we knew that's how i was raised um and it's always like something else except like i'm sorry that i hurt you Mm. but would it be okay if they said that's all we knew that's why we did it but i'm sorry yes absolutely i know that that's true because i had to learn that approach with my own daughter Mm, got it having her so young there's yeah. a lot of things that I didn't know. Okay. And carrying the trauma, the generational trauma, there's a lot of things that I did wrong. Okay. And in trying to to mm, to rewire like the dynamics of our relationship, yeah. my daughter and I. Yeah. I had to say I had to acknowledge that and I had to believe that. Mm. And so that took me time and I, but I also was like, okay, it, do I want my a healthy relationship with my daughter or do I just want to pretend like I didn't do anything bad and it wasn't my fault? Yeah. You got to take accountability for it. Yeah, exactly. And so so when I did that, I was like, this shit is fucking hard because there's a lot of hurt and a lot of resentment and that has to be have a place to live. Like there has to be space for that. Yeah. And with them like they don't like to be uncomfortable Mm. my dad he's a silent treatment person like if you if you bring up things that are uncomfortable he will either go quiet or leave the room 
That's why he was trying to get away from me that day. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to flee. My mom immediately starts crying. Oh, right on. And then nothing happens. Nothing changes. Yeah, it's got to be so frustrating. And so I'm like, nah, you guys are cool over there. And if I see you, I see you. If I don't, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... um. I hope you guys out there have a better relationship with your parents, right? <laughs> it's a little bit of a downer, I know, but it's the truth. It's the truth, and and quite honestly, I feel like it's important for us to talk about this because it's something that doesn't really get talked about out there enough. And I think it's okay that you have distance and separation from your parents if that is what is going to bring you peace mm-hmm. and that peace of mind in order for you to be able to continue your growth and keep moving on right yeah, yeah the, the the contrast is huge between our parents that generation and and our kids and how we're breaking that cycle mm-hmm. right because me pongo a pensar, like even with my kid like there's there's times where for me it's very easy to revert back to what i know which is how i was brought up mm-hmm. and I mean, I just spoke earlier about like when my dad would walk in, he would see me like not doing anything. Like it probably irked them. And now I understand why. Because <laughs> I feel that way. Yeah. You know? For and, sure. And my first my first instinct is like, cabrón, levántate. And like, because that's what happened to me. Mm-hmm. But it's immediately like, whoa, 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 dude, hold on. Hold on. Like, you got to break that. Like, that's not, that's not okay. It's a conscious effort. It is. It is yeah. a conscious effort. And it's hard. It's hard and it's a lot of work. But I can say that it's worth it because the relationship that I have with my son today in comparison to the relationship that I have with my dad at, at his same age mm-hmm. day and night. Yeah. I actually have a relationship with my son Yeah, and I wouldn't change that for the world. You know, like it's been so awesome to be able to, to just be there for him. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard, but it's definitely worth it. Yeah, I agree. Like the fact that my son will just randomly come up to me and just hug me and be like, I love you. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I love you too. <laughs> yeah. Like that, that, um, what is it? Like being comfortable, being that comfortable in your own home. Yeah. That's wild to me because yeah. I was never comfortable growing up until yeah, I left my parents' house. Dude, let's talk about that. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Like, yeah, and like, my son, like, he has no cares in the world. Well, I mean, I'm sure he does in sure, his own sure, teenage sure. bubble. You know, yeah. Not to say that he doesn't, but nothing that comes from you. Correct. Correct. He like he doesn't walk on eggshells around me. Like he knows that if he asks for something, like you know, I'm gonna give him an answer. I'm gonna say yes, of course, or I'm gonna be like you know not right now or there's gonna be a conversation oh you mean you're not gonna blow up at him immediately no like, like you asking for this shit like, like i'm not gonna throw it in his face that i have that i give him um you know a, a roof. roof over his head and food and all yeah, this yeah, stuff yeah. like three meals a day yeah like that doesn't exist anymore and like it's it's so crazy to me like when i really sit down and think about it like i love it and, and I'm just like in awe that this is real, like that this could really happen because I don't feel like if I would have um, stayed around 
my parents and like not been able to set those boundaries that this would have happened because yeah. they would have learned the people pleasing from me that's true that's 100 percent true and um no i think i think it's it's again great that you have created that separation I'm an advocate for people creating separation from their parents in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. And really, it's not your responsibility to raise your parents from an emotional standpoint. Yeah. It's not. It's your responsibility to raise that next generation. Yeah. And it's unfortunate that we didn't get fed from that higher generation or that, that generation above us to us. But again, I think this is why you and I connect so well, because this is something that we can do with each other, for each other, and can find that 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 way to be able to to cope with it all. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think we're in the minority of like people in our generation with that type of mindset. I feel like a lot of people, not that they can't set boundaries, but like they still have the mentality of like, but they sacrifice so much for us. It's a, yeah. a, the guilt, I guess. Right, 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 I right. mean, I don't know how else to describe it. And like, I feel like that can be true. You can acknowledge that they sacrifice so much for us. Well, at least in my situation, like, I've heard the stories, I've, I've heard what they've gone through and I've heard, you know, what they had to do to basically get to where they're at. And I give them credit for that. Like, that's amazing. Like, but that doesn't excuse the fact that you, you know, did what you did and that there are consequences to what you did and that I am living with those consequences right, right. and that I, I am struggling because of the choices you made. Like both of those things can be true. Absolutely. And and with all that being said, right, like you said earlier, like all that could be acknowledged and it can be worked on even like if their if their position is like, well, that's all we knew. Okay, cool. But I'm telling you now, this is how it affected me. And if they can uh, they, if they can take accountability, like that goes a long way. Yeah. That goes a long way because it's also not like we're sitting here and expecting like, oh my God, like we should have had everything and we should have had this, this and that. <laughs> no. Like that's not the expectation. No, not at all. Right? The expectation is like, dude, like own up to your faults. Own up to you where you mess up. The same way we ask our kids the same thing. Like, you messed up? Say it. Mm-hmm. I messed up. Let's figure out how do we work through it. Not just that, but like, how do we grow? How do we yeah. learn so that we don't continue making this mistake? Because at least for me, it's it's one thing to say like, oh, yeah, you're right. I messed up. And then what? Right. Right. If you're going to continue the same pattern, then you're not sorry. Right. Exactly. So, like, what are you going to do to do better? Right. And that's where the, that's where the, um, that's where they're stuck, at least for me. Because in order to do better, you have to be uncomfortable. Yeah. You got to do the work within. You got to do the work within. You got to, you got to set your own boundaries. Yeah. Uh-huh. And no. That generation's not about that. Yeah. A lot of them, a I guess. A lot of them, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've, I've known some that are, and I mean, they're more further along than I think most people in their generations, I think. But Yeah. So point being, it is not our responsibility 
to help our parents grow if they're not willing. Yeah, I think that's the key point. Mm -hmm. They have to be willing. Yeah, and fuck, I'll piggyback off of that one. Like, I don't think it's parents, period. I think it's anybody. You're right. Anybody. You are right. You cannot help somebody who does not want to be held. Ask my siblings. I've told them that many times. <laughs> yeah, that's the reason why I've had to let a lot of people go in my life because I don't want to be where they're at and they're not willing to get out of that place. So I have to get out. Yeah. And that shit's hard. It is hard. It Your is circle hard. Got, starts to get smaller and smaller and smaller. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you uh, if you want a little recap on that, we did talk about that in our episode of Where My Friends Go. <laughs> <laughs> so now that we've shared all our parent traumas with you, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Why wow, we're so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> now that you know our triggers a little better. Uh, we appreciate you guys sticking around and listening to all our shenanigans. We appreciate you guys coming back and um, taking the time to listen to the episode and hopefully um, you were able to take something away from it or at least appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. And if I mean, if you find yourself in a situation where you're you, you're coming to the point where you need to create that separation between you and your parents or should at this point anybody in your life, like it's OK to do that. It's okay to do that and, and seek the help if, if if you can't do it by yourself, right? Like, what does that help look like? I mean, we say it every episode. Therapy. Yeah. <laughs> Ding. Uh, yeah. If you don't, um, if you feel like you can't afford therapy, there's so many therapists out there that will definitely work with you. So don't be afraid to reach out and just ask. And, I mean, do it. Find find your peace. Find yeah. your peace. And it's okay to, for you to have peace. Yeah, I was going to say, do it even if you're scared, even if yes. it's, it's terrifying, yes. like do it scared. A hundred percent. It's better on the other side, I'll tell you that. So thanks again for joining us. And uh, don't forget to hit the follow button because as if you've been with us for a little bit, you know that we're not as consistent as other podcasts and uh, we are striving to get there. But by doing so, you'll get the latest episode as soon as it drops. So... Uh, also, let us know what you think about this episode. And uh, yeah, we'd like to know more about your story, right? So follow us on Instagram at Life con AIL. Or drop us online here at the end of the podcast if you're listening on Spotify. There's a little area where you can chat with us. Um, we'd love to hear more about you, your story. What are, you know, what is, what are some things that, are, that you're dealing with, right? That maybe you feel like we should be talking about. Or um, what's worked for you. Yeah, or what's worked for you. I mean, I think in the near future. Uh, we may bring some guests on so that we can continue uh, learning from other people's experience, not just ours. Yeah, get some different perspectives. Yeah, for sure. So From people that have healthy relationships. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Show us how to be healthy, please. <laughs> so again, thanks a lot for joining us and uh, we'll, we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.